and welcome to the South Road Boys. Getting sexier every week with that opening. Th- that was sexy for you. Yeah. I like that. No, it really doesn't take a lot to get me going, mate. <laughs> it's been a while. Welcome to the life of a single man. <laughs> We're just putting a pineapple on a table excites a man more than he's ever expected. Oh, who doesn't? All you do is change the scenery, and the guy's just ready to go, you know what, I'm keen. <laughs> All it takes is a stiff suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. <laughs> you know, just a, a little bit of a... A move to the left and the jeans just maybe slide across Ooh. a bit of innocent flesh. <laughs> and before you know it, things are just raring. <laughs> the little general is at full salute. <laughs> <laughs> the Shetland pony's ready to ride. <laughs> the saddle on and let's take it home. You refer to as a Shetland pony. Well, I, I'm really trying to be my realistic. little pony, <laughs> all stiff and so bony. <laughs> <laughs> little pony, all stiff and bony. Wow. You obviously haven't watched My Little Pony for no, a while. I'm re- I have never actually watched My Little Pony. Have you not? I've, okay, can I just point out, <laughs> to regress, mm. we're talking about calling my man or the Shetland Pony. <laughs> yes. And then I've just said, I haven't watched My Little Pony for a while. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Not even I want to see that. No, and there's nothing on. <laughs> like it's, it's one channel and it's just sitting there. It's like a mushroom in moss. It's just... Fuck's sake, fucking wear the saddle. Wear the saddle. (laughs) No one's going to ride here without a saddle. The Troy Barnes story. Ride the saddle. (laughs) Oh, it's just... I never quite understand... How we end up where we end up. No. <laughs> well, you started referring to your manhood as a Shetland pony. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, my error. I mean, that's all on Set you, mate. Up, really? It's a yep. ball, really, for that sort of shenanigans. Really? Now, yeah. tell me, tell me, dear, because I did have a bit of a, uh, a see-all oh. flesh experience of the oh. barns oh. about your recent shenanigans. Yeah. Let's tell a story. All right. <laughs> So, I remember if you all gather around the campfire, <laughs> Grandpa st- Troy's got a little story. <laughs> this story begins with a trek to the east coast of the rugged coast of Tasmania. I don't know why I chose the survivor sound. But... So I finished work, jumped in the panther. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a river? And we, we head east. Yes. And I don't mind a drive. I actually don't mind a long drive. Yeah. Turn the tunes on, turn a podcast on. Perfect. Just, you know, turn it up and just, it's you, it's the road. It's freaking pretty good. Oh, it is quite I like good. It. It's one thing I loved about being in America and actually having a rental for the whole time. Yeah. Of the 20 odd days I was there was the driving from like um, LA to Vegas, which is only four and a half hours, but the drive from Vegas to Phoenix was about mm. 12 hours. Oh, okay. And then yep. Phoenix back to um, LA was about 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And San Francisco to back, that was about nine hours each way. Yeah. So yeah. you actually, you jump in and like you just oh, play you tunes the, and turn it up. And Did you do the, you must have done the Pacific Highway then. Yeah. You didn't come down through the middle. Um, I come down through the middle on the way back. Yeah, so it's about six hours in change. Seven hours down and then about nine hours up the... Yeah, because I um, when I went through the middle, I did a bit of a hike up to Yosemite. Oh, you see me. But I couldn't get in there because it was all snowy by the time we got to the top. There you go. But it was still nice to go there. So that added a bit of time on. Travel tips with Troy and Joe. Yes. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I remember when we went. Wish Dad was with me. I could have called this show Driving with Ivan. Driving with <laughs> <laughs> or, or how to get surly with Merle. <laughs> Put on the Merle Haggard, boy. We've got 12 hours ahead of us.
Um, but oh, I re- Troy, turn that down. <laughs> I remember we, because um, my wife's got family who live in the Californias, um, uh, grandparents who used to live in just outside of San Francisco in a place called Vacaville, and an aunt and uncle who live in Los Angeles in Huntington Beach. And so we would often go and visit one, fly into either San Fran or fly into LA. Yep. And then do the drive and then fly out of the other airport. It was generally flying to San Francisco and then fly out of LA. So we'd do the drive. And one time, this one time in LA, <laughs> in California, we'd done the trip a couple of times. And my wife, the wonderful, wonderful woman that she is, said she would take one for the team and we would drive the Pacific Highway and do a stop in Monterey. Now, for That's those- where I stayed tonight. There you go. And for those people who are avid golfers, that is also close to the home of Pebble Beach. Um, so Wonderful little, we should call it a town. Yeah. Well, apparently Clint Eastwood was mayor there. There you go. In Monterey. But it's great. I stayed there and I went down to where the wharf and all these jetties are and you got seals hanging around and you got a typical like American diner on the jetty. Mm-hmm. So I had breakfast down there and it was just- it's beautiful. Was well, the only reason I stayed there is I picked a spot between- LA and San Francisco. About halfway. That I, I recognised the name of and I didn't know why. I'd obviously heard it in pop culture or movies well, or whatever Well, that's else. the original concert where Jimi Hendrix, live at Monterey, originally set fire to his guitar. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Useless but interesting trivia Fantastic. with Joe. Yeah. Um, so we went there and the whole part of it was we were going to spend the night, which we did, and we were going to walk Pebble Beach. Golf course. Why wouldn't you? Because I couldn't afford to play. <laughs> yep. And I, I didn't have time when I was there. I didn't realize I was that close either at the time. Yeah. And mm. I didn't have the $800 to spend on a round of golf. Yep. And I don't Not play, the way you play. <laughs> not, I'd, I'd get value for you money out of value. it. I would get the value out of it. Yeah, long round. And fucking know they would. Still be there. <laughs> 12 years on. Um, now, I would probably get the value for money out of that golf. Anyway, so we rocked up and it was actually a pro-am. Oh, um, so that was a bit of an appeal, and it was like something like sixty bucks a head just to be visitors. Yep, and I've gone great. I get to walk Pebble Beach, and I get to see some really good golfers do what you should do on a really good golf course. Sounds great. Not hack around like I would. Torrential rain is an understatement. <laughs> it was coming in sideways. Pro Am had been cancelled. Monterey, they call that Monterey. <laughs> And so we've rocked up there anyway. And I was, oh, actually, sorry, just say cancelled. Yes. So there was no golf anyway. There was. They were not going to play Dumb golf anyway. Dusted. And I've we've rocked up. We've huddled down. We've got jackets and a brolly, or whatever. And I've looking like a bunch of Kennys in <laughs> <out of> South <laughs> Park. <laughs> and I said, I just, I we've come all the way from Australia. I really, truly, I just want to see it. And they've gone, no, I'm sorry, course is closed. I've gone, you're kidding me. What about just the tip? Just the tip. Just, <laughs> just let me have a look at the ninth. Come on. Yep. And they've gone, no, I'm sorry. Like, there's no, I said, look, I just want to have a quick walk. Did you, did you offer to change your shoes? Did they say, sorry, son, <laughs> not with those shoes <laughs> not on? Not with those shoes on. Thankfully, I brought a date. And anyone knows if you bring a girl, you can get past the velvet rope. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife. <laughs> I love that. So my wife has battered the eyelids and just said, look, my husband has been swallowed whole by the golfing bug. He hasn't just been bitten by it. We've come all the way from Australia. This is a specific stop so we could do this. Can we just go and have a look? And he's gone, 
Yeah, right. Just don't tell anyone. Us guys are a sucker for the females of the human race. Anyway, as we were walking, there was this other lady who goes, no, you can't take your camera. And I'm like, you fucking what? And she's going, yeah, because there's no photography during the pro-ams. I said, but it's not on. on. And she's going, look, I'll take a photo of you here, and then you promise to put it in your pocket and not take any more photos. And I've gone, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Oh, wink is as good as a nudge to a blind man. Anyway, so we've we've gone out there and we've walked up and down probably the back nine is where we were. The rain was coming in at such a degree is that the front of us was drenched. Our backs were dry. (laughs) And there's a photo of Amy with basically snotsticles coming out and just water all over her face looking like... Fuck, you are owe me for this one. <laughs> like, you owe me, you owe me, owe me, owe. And so we... Um, there is still credit there. There is still credit. Oh, she's she's still cashing that one in. <laughs> um, and as she should. So we walked it and it was great and it was wonderful. And then we went and got some clam chowder, which my wife ate in a warm bath and went, fair enough. The the toll has been paid. The bill is now due. You are evensies. <laughs> to be able to eat food in the bath is apparently one of her. Just that's it. That's, that's her living that's living good life. For you to know though, down the track, get a bath yeah. that she can eat food in. Yep. Because <laughs> if you go to our place at the moment, it's a half bath. Yep. Pretty much a big bucket. <laughs> so you know, just put it in there. Chuck her a Tim Tam. <laughs> Snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Snacks in a half bath or a full banquet in... Oh, here's a go. Yeah. Now, this would be romantic. Oh. Right. And great for the skin. Oh, hello. Have a, have a <laughs> I tell her that, but she doesn't believe me. Have a milk bath. They reckon milk baths are amazing. Yeah, but body. She, she's dairy intolerant. <laughs> That's going to work. Because my suggestion was going to be, then just chuck a heap of fruit loops in. <laughs> and you can actually eat the cereal out of your own bath. Oh. Wouldn't that be exciting? <laughs> For for the first minute or two until it all just becomes coloured milk and true, but I mean as get... a cereal brand doesn't excrement uh, excrement oh or they're not a talker <laughs> now I've lost the word things are different one excrement no. no excrement is you're thinking poo I am but what am I thinking yeah that's what I'm excrement. thinking excrement excrement <laughs> easy for you to say. <laughs> Excrement? Excrement. Excrement. Why can't I, Why doesn't it sound like it's actually the word I want, though? Are you talking poo? Yeah, I am. Okay. Well, poo loops. Poo loops. <laughs> That's what I'm getting to. Why doesn't the oh, word sound right when I say you what, it? That was a long way around. I Excrement. I should have more alcohol when we actually do this. Shitty. <laughs> Shitty loops. Excrement. So it sounds fine now. <laughs> Just say it ten times and it won't. This proves that I gained a brain injury on the weekend. <laughs> an ABI, yeah. an acquired brain injury. What so I was happened? driving to St. Helens. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going along. I've got yes. the music going. Yes. Everything's great. <laughs> uh, it was a bit of New Marilyn Manson, actually. Oh. Mm. Everything's shit. <laughs> great, fantastic uh, new Don't track show. actually called We Are Chaos, which is fucking brilliant. Mm. Um, good album, actually. The guy... I think, as I said studio before, album. yeah, terrible live now. Shit house oh, live. Too much work. Does a great studio album. Obviously, he's got someone in the studio who goes, "No, no blow until that track's." Played. I reckon that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are not, Marilyn. You are not getting any more blow until you do that track. 
No, go back and do it again. You just phone that one in. <laughs> Pretty much. And I think that's what he does with his live stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so I'm cruising along, listening to Maryland. We get there. We're going through about probably St. Mary's. And for those who know the East Coast, you go through a few towns Bloody hell. on that road. Troy's Tour of Tassie. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, there's a bit of a truck coming the other way. So as you do, you just get the road's pretty good. I must admit, it's a good road. Mm. Um, when we were younger, when we used to go with the family and stuff, it been a very not dirt track, but it was a bit rough on the edges. Of course, yeah, uh, it was well travelled. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> a beaten path. <laughs> so gave it a bit of room. That's fine. And I heard this rock kind of go bang, and it was like it was under the guard. Mm. And I thought, oh, I reckon I've just caught a rock on the side, so I've allowed a bit of room. Yep, all the rest. Um, we go through we go through St Mary's Pass. Strange enough, St Mary's Pass not as long as I remember when I was a kid. Oh, that okay. seemed to go on for hours. <laughs> Ivan went through twice. Went through it in like five ten minutes. Mm. Um, incredible. So we get there. We get to St Helens. We go to the shack where Mum and Dad are. Mm. Introduced. Fantastic. It's about probably nine o'clock. Who's the we? Me and the Panther. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Panther be my car. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's an individual. All right. <laughs> so we get there. We meet Mum and Dad. And then they, they've already had dinner and everything, and they've done all that. And I'm thinking, haven't had anything to eat. I'm just going to go into town and see what I can find. Mm-hmm. Everything's, I meant St. Helens. It's Hunt a Thursday together. night. Everything's pretty it's well pumping. closed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, strangely <laughs> enough, no. Um, so I'm thinking, you know what? I'll just go to the servo. Luckily enough, there was a couple of pies in the heater still. Hot pies. Grab them. Done. Awesome. So I come back, go down to the wharf where I used to fish as a child. I used mm-hmm. to go down to the wharf basically first thing in the morning. I'd go by the scallop farm. I'd get a um, a bucket of scraps. I'd go down and use that as bait all mm-hmm. day. My nan would actually bring me sandwiches down for lunch. Bloody hell. I didn't even realise this until my parents told me this on this weekend. Right. I don't remember that part of it. I remember fishing. Yes. I remember nan being amazing. Listen to you all braggy fishing. Yeah. Like catching things. I used, to ca- I used to sit down there basically for eight to ten hours of the day. Bloody hell. I'd just sit there and fish all day. Troy, no, mates. Yeah. Um, this is a, a scenario too. <laughs> exactly right. A scenario too. Because we get there for school holidays. Yes. And I'd just go and fish. Of course. Well, there's um, no Xbox. No, no, there was no Xbox back then. <laughs> the um, ocean was my Xbox. <laughs> and the Xbox, yeah, back then was a cardboard box. If you put an X on it, that was it. Yeah, yeah. So we go down there, it was fine, but this is a near- This a- used to be my box, we've separated, now it's my <laughs> Xbox. Oh, nicely played. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Relationships with Joe. Um, <laughs> but that was at a time when a kid who was, I mean, I don't know how old I was, probably eight, um, nine years old. Of course. Um, but I would sit on the edge of the wharf, basically. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Sitting on the dock of the bay. <laughs> I was going to say- Were you like, watching like the Michael tide Bolton, roll away? Michael Bolton wasn't the originator of that. No. So, But he did make it quite famous with his version too. I think so. That was the one that I think set him off into his stratosphere. It's probably the one we know him most for. Yeah. He probably had a career before that. Yeah, but that was the album that really kicked off. Fair enough. Yeah. So, sitting on the wharf. Yeah. <laughs> but back then, you could do that as a kid. These days- there's no one. If you saw a little kid sit on the edge of a wharf all day fishing by himself close to the edge, yeah. people would be like child abuse, basically. <laughs> exactly. And that would go and rescue the child because <laughs> he could fall in. Um, back then, it was a little bit different. Didn't fall in either. Well, you'd have different adults walk, walk up and go, got anything, mate? Yeah, yeah. How they oh, go? Are they hey, biting? <laughs> no, nah, nothing yet. <laughs> why, is your, why is your penis out? <laughs> different story. You've got candy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come in your van. Is that your van? <laughs> What's with the tear-soaked mattress? <laughs> tear-soaked mattress. Sorry. That was too far. Yeah. Shout out to all our kidnappers out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Once again, too far. 
This segment is sponsored by Duct Tape. <laughs> the only tape for a kidnap. Or ducks. Yeah. <laughs> So I didn't get in a van, caught a lot of fish, yep. all that kind of stuff. So I've gone down to the wharf where I used to do that. Mm-hmm. Had a, a bit of a, a stressful moment when I remember nearly getting in the van. Mm-hmm. Moved past that anxiety <laughs> crew. Okay. And then I'm there. There's no one else around. It's nice and quiet. It's actually nice. I'm sitting there. I'm eating my pie. I'm having those little memory snippets. Oh, thinking, this just amnesia lane flooding all yep. over you. And then I've looked at and there's a glint on the, on the panther. Like, like God himself is just winking at me. <laughs> like some sort of any anthem. What was it? The metal? And an anthium? Um, no. Adamantium. Ad- exactly You're right. A, I can get that one right. Fucking <laughs> again, Marvel boy. <laughs> yeah, that isn't covered in fucking excrement. <laughs> Adamantium shit. Um, so doing that, there's a little glint from God Ching. off the windscreen. And I realise the reason why there's a glint on the windscreen is mm. there's a big fucking crack. Oh. About a foot and a half long. Still on the passenger side, straight oh, through the guts shit. of it. shit. So I reckon that... Little ting that I heard. Yes. Wasn't under the guard at all. I reckon it's hit a rock right on the top edge. Oh. And it's just gone bang. And I haven't noticed it till I was in that right part with the light coming back on the windscreen. Oh. And I'm going, fuck you. Balls. So that was a great start to the trip. Mm. But I'm thinking, you know what? So be it. Like, shit happens. Can't change it. Exactly right. It's not going to end the world. It just means that there's a few hundred bucks that I wasn't planning on. But, meh, so be it. Duct tape. That'll fix it. <laughs> duct tape would definitely. Clear duct tape. Wouldn't that be a great invention? Believe it or not, if you haven't done it already, they do recommend putting clear duct tape over it until they can see whether or not they can repair it. Well, this won't be repairable. It's not a chip. It's a full-on crack. Mm. Yeah. Crack addict. <laughs> crack is whack. So I go back to the shack with the crack. <laughs> Think and smack. <laughs> Don't come back. Yakety sacks. Uh, have you have few stouts. Yes. Kick back a few of those. Next morning, the plan is going to get up in the morning, so it's meant to be nice on the Friday, mm-hmm. a little bit rainy on the Saturday, Sunday. Meh. I'm thinking, great time to go up to the trails, check out the St. Helens trails, because they're only fairly new. Now, that would be for those playing at home, mountain bike trails. Mountain bike trails, yes. Because you've gone all bike boy again. Mountain biking is so big in Tassie. Well, because there's mountains. Yeah. And bikes. It's, <laughs> we've got the nature for it, basically. We really do. Yeah, it's perfect. The so. only thing, so here's the, here's the issue that I have with mountain biking other than its exercise, is if you want to come hurtling down a mountain at whatever speed you choose, mm-hmm. first you've got to either go up said mountain yep. to go back down <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's right. Or you go down it and then you've got to go back up. Yeah, no, it's tough, isn't it? I would probably always choose the hike up and then the last part is the down. That's what I would do. Understandable. And you're going to love my story. Okay, good. So, get up Friday morning. Mm. It's a nice day. Excellent. Beautiful. So, go to, get in the Panther, grab the bike, throw the shorts on, throw the, ta- the bloody tank top on, mm. get the helmet, Ooh, get the bag a little bit. Yeah, because it's actually, it was actually, even having shorts on, it was just like, this feels like shorts weather. What Sun's the fuck? out. Sun's out. Guns out. Don't have their guns. <laughs> Not like pea shooters. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> pea shooters and a Shetland pony. The Troy Barnes story. <laughs> Get to the, the Panther, and the, the track's probably, as you get to the main intersection for St. Helens, where you go into the town, or you go um, along the, the bay, mm. where Stiglitz is, where, is that, where the shack is that we were staying in, um, there's a, probably about a few K from that as you're coming into St. Helens. Mm. You turn off before that intersection, it takes you where the mountain bike scenario is, so you drive a right. bit of a hill, and you end up in there. So I've driven up there, really good setup. You turn up, and there's a 
like a, a van there with coffee with a cafe and oh, stuff. Oh, wow, fuck. Yeah, there so really is there. a coffee cart. There's a big picnic area, like covered in picnic area. There's yes. probably three or four picnic tables. There's probably about 15 bean bags, weatherproof bean bags that she laid out around the place. And over to the other side, there's another big uh, portable Chase van. Yeah, well, <laughs> portable van with a couple of guys that obviously know what the fuck they're talking about. Selling meth. And <laughs> no, this isn't Ray Ray. Okay, yeah. sorry. So and they've got a, a bit of gear and stuff, and they'll tell you all the knowledge on the tracks and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And they've got big signs up showing what all the tracks are and all the levels of the tracks. So you got three levels. So are they probably from a local bike group? Or they just they two, would two be bike enthusiasts. No, that go, would be their business there. So they hire bikes. So they can you can hire bikes if you wish. Right from these two blokes. Yep. Um, or you can obviously get shuttles. I'll get to that in a second. Oh, shuttle yeah. the front door. <laughs> So, <laughs> we um, you've got three levels of, of tracks, and this yes. is a pretty universal thing around probably the world, actually. Pansy, intermediate, and fucking dare. <laughs> <laughs> it should be called that. <laughs> Instead, they're called green is easy. Yes. Blue is more difficult or black difficult. Right. And then black is um, very difficult. What about basically. double black? I don't know if double black exists. <laughs> you probably need a chopper or a hovercraft. Okay. Yeah. A chopper craft. James Bond. <laughs> you are Something James like Bond. So I've looked at it and I've, I'm looking at the tracks and it shows you all the inclines and all that kind of stuff and how much um, how much uh, meterage you reach up and down, et cetera, et cetera. And it, it also just gives you an idea of, is this your level? This sounds this very complicated. Job? Well, that's not the thing. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, you know, I really don't know because – I'm honest about my fitness level. Yes. I'm not an athlete. Okay. But I'm enjoying riding the bike around. Yes. So um, I'm thinking that you would have gone, I can't do green because that just seems too easy. But I'm certainly not black. So I'll go for the intermediate. That's kind of where I was thinking. So I thought I'll do the right thing. I'll go and chat to the guys that know what the fuck they're on about. Allegedly. Talk to the experts. <laughs> Talking tracks with Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to talk to Trev. And he's actually a really... Awesome. So, you know, sometimes you talk to people the way you want to get help. Yep. And they give you everything you want. Like you walk away Perfect. thinking, this is a fantastic service. Trendy Trev. There's a reason why you are in this industry and why you're dealing with tourists because you are just incredible to get along with. Yep. So, if you go to bloody um, St. Helens of the Trails, see the guys in the black trailer. Yeah. Um, they're not selling meth. <laughs> so, um, so, I've talked to him. I said, mate, um, I've had the bike now for probably, I don't know. 18 months, maybe a couple of years even. Yeah. Haven't used it as much as what I would like. I said, I've done a couple of trials. Mm. I said, I went to Zan, I did that. I said, I've gone to the Penguin a couple of times. Um, I've ridden the bike around a bit, but haven't actually done too much. So I said, my fitness level is nowhere near where I want it to be. Mm. Um, and haven't had a lot of experience on the trail side of things. Mm. Um, but I'm confident on the bike. Sure. So he said, okay. We said, there's a couple of green tracks that are kind of go in here. They're only like a K long. Yep. So he said, what you want to do is just go in there and just... Get a feel for the bike again. Perfect. So, which was good. Well, I did Sound that. Sound advice. Yep. So I did that, and I was actually feeling really good. Get Loved your it. eye in. Get your eye in. Exactly. It's just get hit, your wheel in. Get your wheel in. It's <laughs> like doing a dozen balls in the driving range exactly before you play right. golf. Yep. Perfect. Practice round. Practice round. Yeah. That's all it is. So I come back and I said, "Yep, felt really good." You said, "I said, well, what should I go with?" So I don't want to get on something where I'm going to be completely fuck-eyed by the end of it. I want to actually enjoy fuck it. Fuck-eyed. <laughs> I didn't use those words. Fuck-eyed. Trevor, oh. Trevor's the kind of guy that would probably say fuck-eyed too. I'm completely fuck-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, Jimmy. I went out the other night and I go, fuck-eyed. <laughs> so he said, well, he said, the trail you probably want to go on is the St. Helens. 
The Send. They've all got names. Aliens. Of course they do. Uh, there's Old Salty Dog. There's yes. One-Eyed Eagle. There's bloody, There's all these fucking weird names. Mm-hmm. And that happens everywhere. Yes. Everywhere, whether it be um, Penguin, Mersey, Wherever. West Coast. They can't believe catch the little names. Yep. They're pretty clever. But it's called Send Helens. Um, and I said, yeah, Trev, <laughs> that's a black track. That, that's like Ace of Spades. He said, yes, it is a black track. But, but it's, a, it's it's a grey black. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty much what he said. It's, he was saying that the, it's not the Dark Knight. <laughs> like the um, all the bloody the jumps and all the rest, they're actually up and down. So they're not up and then there's a cliff face. If you can take them at your own pace, so you can just go up and over. Oh, so you can treat it like a hump instead of a jump. Exactly right. Hump or jump. Hump or jump. That'd be a great game show, wouldn't it? <laughs> hump or jump. Hump or jump. <laughs> Sounds more like some sort of sex capade. Hump or jump. We the true part story. We can do a, an X-rated version yep. and a family-rated version. Perfect. Hump or jump. Yeah, we can call the other one Jump or Hump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Not to be confused with Chumbawamba. Completely different. <laughs> I get knocked down and I get up again. Ain't never going to get me down. That was Chumbawamba, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Pissing so, the night away. I said, not sure I want to do a black track. He said, no, look, it's actually all right. He said, you can basically do it at your own pace. He said, it's actually really enjoyable. Um, it's like, I said, like the humps. You can take them at your own pace. Don't don't overdo your ability. He said, and then, I'm like, are you sure though? Because I said, I don't want to be kind of in the way of anyone, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. taking my time. He said, no, that's right. Just go, once the guys go through that know the track really well. You can then just go at your own pace, whatever else. Perfect. And he said, and this is the thing he said. Right? I love this. He said, mate, a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> a mum and a five-year-old boy went through there okay. Oh, well, that's- And I've said- That's the kid, so you're either telling the kiss me or death or shamed. My level of experience is that of a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he represented the state, but who cares? Uh, so anyway, he said, mate, you'll, you'll love it. Trust me, it'll be great. You'll so love it. Fantastic. Famous last words. <laughs> Fantastic. I'll love it. <laughs> so here I am, Troy, the inexperienced mountain biker, oh. about to take on the Jennifer, death track. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a cool thing, and this is what I was coming back to you before. So what happens is every probably, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, there's a shuttle that goes up the top of the mountain hill area. That's so very fancy. That way everything you pretty much do from, not all the trails, but from that trail, is pretty much all downhill. Oh, that sounds more like my so speed. So it's designed for enjoyment of it. It's not designed for sweating your ass off to get there to have the downhill fun. Two hours riding up for three minutes down. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So it takes about ten minutes to drive up there, and they take you all the way up. They go kind of a long way because it's all through um, forestry trails and that kind of thing. Yeah, and what sting a couple of bucks for that? Um, fifteen bucks. Oh yeah, which is all right. Um, and then it's about a four k ride back down. Oh shit! Okay, that's a that's yeah. a fair distance. It's yeah. not so, like a... so. It takes probably you know, depending on your level, twelve to fifteen minutes. Right. Yeah. So we go up there. There's one guy that's fucking phenomenal. I'd seen him mucking around before we even left. Yes. And this is a guy going around, he's jumping over rocks and doing a full flip, oh, three sixty flips okay. on the bike. That and I guess guy. watching, thinking, I know you are that guy, but fuck, you look cool. <laughs> I, I wish I was <laughs> yeah. that guy. Super fit, just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Strangely enough, also had a big long scar on the back of his head. Oh, well. Like about four <laughs> inches long. So I think he's probably had some accidents in his time. Yeah. I'd better a shark attack. Could be either or. Uh, so been, I'm waiting. At the same time. Yeah, so I'm waiting there. The shuttle finally turns up. There's about probably a dozen of us. 
put bikes on the trailer on the back. Yes. We go all the way up the top. We get to the top and look, and there's probably three or four different trails where you start off. Yes. Look for the one that said St. Helens. Has it got a skull and crossbones on the no, side? No, it hasn't, strangely enough. Has <laughs> okay. it got a dead animal like <laughs> knifed into it or anything? No, five-year-old on a stake. <laughs> no. no the yeah. <laughs> there's a warning yeah. to others. Yeah, the five-year-old was there. Didn't say it survived. <laughs> yeah. Only the worthy <laughs> shall pass. So we start the trail. Everyone else is gone. I'm thinking, okay, cool. I'm not in the road of anyone. I yep. go at my pace. I can enjoy it. Um, start the trail. And I'm straight away, I'm thinking, fuck. Because it starts off and there's no jumps or anything. But the drop off the side of it is probably about 10 metres long. Yeah, or 10 okay. metres down. Well, don't so, do that then. So you don't want to fall down there. Okay. But also you should. Unless for some reason you suddenly close your eyes and thought, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to pretend the right way to go. Well, how this did that happen. go with your not loving heights? Uh, it wasn't kind of straight down like a cliff face, but it was a drop off. Yeah. So that wasn't really an issue. And to be honest, when you're on the bike, you're concentrating on the trail. One would hope so. You're not, yeah, you're not looking at the other stuff to the side. So, so all the pygmies and all that kind of stuff, don't even see that. So we're cruising along, and I must admit, it was kick-ass. And this guy is exactly right. Yep. I could take it at my own pace. I was careful. I, I backed off on the speed. So I, when I was hitting jump areas, I wasn't actually airborne. Oh, you were humping, not jumping. Yes, because <laughs> it sounds like a great idea. Yes. But if you don't get that airborne area right, you don't come down well. Right. So it's not probably the best place to start thinking I can do this. Fair enough. Yeah. Not, was, not first go. No, I'm sensible. So we're cruising. <laughs> and there's huge big dips where you're jumping down like... You know, areas like taller than the ceiling in the house, where it's mm. on like a, a 45 degree, just straight down, and, and the pace you get going down gets you back up the next one around a 45. Oh, so it's right. actually a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm doing all this, and that's fine. Having a great time. Backing off on some of the downhills so I don't get too much speed. Um, they've got a couple of channels too, so you'll actually, you can go left, which will take you over humps, or you can go right, which will be jumps. Oh, choose so your own gives, adventure. Yeah, so it gives you options. Does so it's you, pretty is cool. there a little signage? There's not, but you can see the way you should go. Oh, okay. There's not humps or jumps? No. Okay. It doesn't say. It's sort of, sort of like a, a fluoro sign above with an arrow. <laughs> humps or jumps? Yeah, jump here. <laughs> um, jump so, up, jump so up. So I'm cruising along, having a great time. I'm probably, you know, two and a half, maybe 3K. Mm-hmm. Probably two and a half or 3K in. And I've come around, doing really well. And then I've hit a point where I've got to go down an incline. Mm-hmm. And um, this is, I didn't realize, but it's more rock than dirt. Oh, right. So there's actually like heaps of rocks in this, so you've got to <laughs> take it easy. So I've, I've backed off, and it's really weird. When you do things, you don't really remember them clearly, and the more you try to think of it, mm. the more you think you start just making up what might have happened, because it happens so quickly. Mm. Like, it's just bang, it happens, and of course. you try and think back to it. But I know that I hit this point that, okay, I've got to back off, and I wasn't going fast at all. Mm. And I reckon what's happened is there's a couple of different rock points. One was a bit higher halfway down. And I reckon instead of having my weight right back behind, because the idea is when you go downhill, you actually take your bum off the seat. And at times you even sit behind the seat nearly on the back wheel. And try not to nad yourself. And try not to nad yourself, definitely. But bring all the weight to the back. But don't most mountain bikers, in my understanding, mm-hmm. and I could be very, very wrong. I tell you, this is possibly one of the best mountain bike podcasts that Tassie's ever produced right of now. Of course. <laughs> mountain biking with Troy and Joe. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> don't they often have the seat in a very low setting because they're not spending a lot of time on it. If um, if you are doing things uphill, mm. you normally have the seat high. Of course, because you want to be sitting down as you're pedaling like a mofo. Yeah, if you are um, going downhill, mm. you want it down low so your weight is at the back. Go, go, go. Mm. I saw I was actually purchasing a bike for my wife for Christmas and I went into a bike store and 
they had suspension on a bike, which was uh, activated via a button on the handlebars. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. I was that was yeah. very. See, I've nice got suspension there. on the front. Mm. Um, the front of mine is you can activate it with just by twisting something around. And no, this was this activated the seat mm. height. Yeah. Okay. Well, is that so? So you can actually buy a button, so it's just a little hydraulic. That's exactly so what it was. So you can just push it, and the whole thing will go down. I haven't spent that much money on mine because I don't. I wasn't planning on using. That's it what it was. The, the weight of him pushed it down yep. when he held the button in, and then when he stood up, he could press the button, and it would and just go back sh- up. Yeah. So crazy, with mine, because I knew I was himself. going to be doing a lot of downhill, I actually yes. just. Um, basically just flicked mine and just pushed it down and then flicked it shut again. Hmm. So it's not a hydraulic. It's just by hand with a clip. Quick quick release. Yeah. So that was all fine. So I've hit this point. I've come in down, and I reckon what's happened is I have haven't had the weight at the back quite enough. Mm. I've hit that point where the rock is sticking out a bit more. Mm. The, um, the hydraulics or the the, the give mm. in, the, in Suspension. the... Is it the twine or the... What is it that actually has a, the wheel in it? Like the little... Frame where forks, the, I suppose. Yeah, it would be a fork, I suppose. We well, have frames and forks, yeah, where it sits in the yeah. forks. So, so the fork then that has a, that suspension in it, yes, I reckon has gone down, which has given it to the point where the bike itself kind of has a point of kind of stoppage for a second. Yes, my weight wasn't back enough, ah. and I've gone straight over the front of it. And once you feel yourself going, there's not a thing you can do. Did you put the hand out and superman it? This this is a thing I don't know, but I don't think so. Well, obviously, I, I've seen the scars. I don't think you did. Or if you did, you still can't fly. Yeah, no, I don't think I can. <laughs> okay, well, so, you know. But once you start to go, you got to know it's just you're gone. Yep. So you just wait for the impact. Um, the problem with St. Helens? <laughs> Amongst not being able to get a feed on a Thursday night after five o'clock. <laughs> Little pie. Uh, the pies at the servo. Is it once you get off those trails... There's no grass. Isn't there no, now? Not it's, um, cushions or pillows or... No, no beanbags. No beanbags. Beanbags, beanbags are back the bottom. bottom. <laughs> beanbags are not on it the trail. It would make sense to put them further around the track. It really would because um, all you're hitting is rocks the size of baseballs and basketballs. Oh. Um, and lots of branches. That doesn't sound pleasant or fun. So the shoulder has smashed the first rock, obviously because I can't use an arm as well and there's a big mark on it. Yes. Uh, and all I know is then, because you can't do anything when you hit, you just wait for it to finish. Mm, please <laughs> let this... It's, it's, Pretty much my first sexual experience. All I know is when I started to go, I just I remember thinking, "Fuck!" That's all I remember because it happens. It's like bang, you move and then you hit. That's how you lost your virginity, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I felt myself starting to go, and then bang, bang, you move and then you hit. Yeah, (laughs) totally first sex date. (laughs) Um, Low hanging fruit. That one. I'm basically, I'm basically so off the trail. It's probably a. I don't know, a 45 degree descent down. Mm, so mm. I've pretty much just. Get a protractor out, did you? And planed, that? planed on top of that and scraped over it and everything until I finally, the heads hit a rock down the bottom somewhere. I've heard that. Not hard, but I've kind yeah. of got to the point where I've stopped. It's hit the rock yes. and nothing's moving. And I'm like, it's over. Finally, I've finished. <laughs> I've stopped moving. And then it's, I have that moment of, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So oh. I start moving. I kind of get. I look around and see where the fuck I am. I see the trail up in the <laughs> horizon <laughs> behind me. <laughs> for, um, for, 
<laughs> further away than Mordor. <laughs> like it's... I, um, I get up on the on my knees. I'm looking at the arms. I got blood on the shoulder, blood coming off the arms everywhere. I'm like, fuck. Um, I'm trying to get up onto my feet, but there's rocks everywhere, so I'm careful not to just fall over again. Because <laughs> that would just add to the comic <laughs> value of it all. <laughs> um, and as you know, too, for anyone that's fallen or coming off, come off something. You actually have a risen adrenaline level because it's basically oh, like a shock. Yeah, absolutely. So you got a bit of the shakes and yeah, like, because and this is happening out of nowhere. And do you? You probably don't clip in, but do you have uh, not for the pedals? No, if that's what you're thinking. Yeah, no. But do you have toe? No, toe holds. No, no. And I don't know whether mountain bike pedals do. I don't think so. Some mountain bikers, I do believe, do the toe hold. Okay, there you go. Which gives them a bit more on the acceleration, but when they're doing the jump, and all but the rest won't of hold their foot in. Yeah, right. When they when they need to put their foot out, which I believe happens yeah. often. There you go. In my vast mountain biking experience. Yeah. So we, um, I want to say we, I, <laughs> got up on the feet. I thought, okay, I could see there's more blood on the leg where I've sliced that, basically. And you're wearing the shy boy shorts? I got the, yeah, the shorts and the tank top on, basically. Perfect. So, and the helmet, which is the most important thing, of course. We're a stack um, at. Stack at. And I've done the first thing you do when you have an accident. Cried. Checked for broken bones. Oh, and how, tell me your process for checking for it's broken bones. It's basically just looking at the arms, running your fingers across it, make sure the fingers move. Yes. And then do the same with the legs and make sure the toes are moving. Fingers and toes, fingers yep, and toes. pretty much. Hmm. That was all fine. I don't think, fuck, nothing's broken. At least that's a good thing. Blood's fine. You can fix blood. <laughs> it and I looked at it, and I got a hell of a lump on the leg where that's just basically weeping shit everywhere. Mm. But I could see it. None of it was so bad that I need stitches. It was just because I've landed all on rocks. Just grazed up. It's just grazed and cut. Mm. So it's all good. So I'm thinking, okay, fuck, I'm in the kind of shock scenario. I'm, I'm starting moving back up over the rocks, trying not to fall over again. Of course. Um, Can you see your bike? And this is the thing. <laughs> then I've gone, the fuck's a bike? The bike's <laughs> another three metres down the fucking hill. <laughs> so I've got to crawl or walk and stumble across these rocks. Yes. Get the frigging bike. Try yes. and bring the bike back up. Yes. Finally get back up to the trail. Was it in one piece? Like It, it actually was. Yep. Hasn't damaged the bike at all. So basically no broken bones. No, no broken, broken bike. bike. That's a win. It is. So I jumped <laughs> back on and I've got back on the bike and it seems to be okay. It was when I it was sounding really weird, but once I changed down a gear, it was fine. So the chain must have just probably shifted. moved or shifted. Yes. Um, and then I got a couple of moves and I thought, wait a minute, Troll, let's just stop and take a breather. Mm. So I did that, stopped, grabbed the water. Had a mouthful of that. Collaborate and listen. Yeah, collaborate and listen. And then another dude's come riding down the track. Yeah. And he's gone, you're right, mate. I said, yeah. Do I fucking look right? Do I look right? Look at me. Look at it. Oh, God, this is a black track, right? Um, So I said, yeah, mate. I said, just stacked it. Bit on that bloody corner back there, but I said it's lots of blood, but no broken bones, so all good. And then he gives me the story. He said, Yeah, yeah. I was talking to this bloke, Trev. He goes, You wouldn't believe <laughs> yeah. the bastard I sent up the black round. <laughs> You're not him, are you? He said the story again about the five year old. He believed <laughs> exactly his... every time. This five year old, the mother and the five year old. The thing is, the five year old oh. was born in a leap year, so he's actually 20. <laughs> <laughs> he represented the state three times. <laughs> Trev tells that story every time, and it gets such oh, a laugh. Trev, he's a he's a jester. He's a good man. He's a yeah. he's a lad. So I made this come along. He said, "Oh yeah, it wasn't about twelve months ago. Brad McCollabone, this is Zara. Oh, yeah, okay, so, handy to so, know. Yeah, so he said, <laughs> took it a bit quick, but he said, uh, "I definitely make sure after that they always wear knee pads and elbow pads all the time." Okay. 
So I've got good advice. Not that I've hit the knees. The bay has got cut up, but mm. I thought, you know, I'll look into that later because I wasn't really doing much in the way of trials when I got the bike, really. It was more just to get a bike to just have a bike. and Clean around. around. Yeah. So anyway, so we take off. We keep going. Um, finish the trail off, which is good. So I still had like a kilometre to go. So. Oh, you're with old mate? No, he's gone. Oh, okay. No, he's, he's left. He said, <laughs> you're right. And he's pretty much, yeah, you're right. Yep, gone, see you later. Done. Uh, come back around, finally turn to the last corner, and then, because you never know where the end is, because you don't see There's no finish land. line? Well, there is, but you don't know until you're there. Oh, okay. So I come around the corner, and bang, I'm at the back end of the camp. <laughs> so I walk up, there's <laughs> Trev. <laughs> yes, yeah, mate. And I've, and I've, Fuck you, Trev. <laughs> right over Trev. <laughs> just code-hanging him on just the way past. Just code-hanging him. Five-year-old my ass. <laughs> so I, um, I've said, he's looked at me and said, mate, how'd you go? <laughs> well, what the I'm, fuck do you reckon, Trev? Look up. at me. <laughs> Look at me. In the eyes. Look at me in the eyes. Where do you think I went, Trev? Come across Trev. Tell me he's next and uh, he said, "Actually, go." I said, "Mate, had a bit of a stack. First mountain bike stack." Um, I said, "Bike's okay, no broken bones. Was fucking awesome." <laughs> and then went and packed up and headed to the pharmacy <laughs> and cried quietly in your car. Well, but the thing is, I wasn't lying. It actually still was. It was a awesome. shitload yeah. of fun. It was great. If I'd broken an arm or something, to be honest, that would have not been as fun. <laughs> as fun got well, it might have been I don't think it would have been Just, I've got a feeling it wouldn't no it would have yeah. been on the ouchie yeah. so riddle me this Batman yep would you do the St. Helen send Helen send Helen run again yeah I would yeah definitely yeah. watch yeah. out for that little I was really disappointed because the arm was so and obviously the body too because I've I mean I've hit rocks and all the rest so the body's got a bit of bruising and a bit of tightness that has happened over the last kind of 48 hours that you know, you didn't know it was there. Yeah, and it's had, you know, 90 plus kilos land you on it. You don't bounce as well when you're older and maybe <laughs> no, a bit heavier. Yeah. And uh, another hint to those that might go on the St. Helens or any of the St. Helens trails. Any of them. Uh, rocks aren't spongy. No. No. And don't believe that lying bastard trip. Yeah. <laughs> but I say all the jumps and all the bits and pieces and all the humps that I went over, um, that was all fine. Yes. There was no issue with that at all. So you could hump I mean, there was a couple of times when I did take it a little bit quick and Ooh. I had to throw the brake on and had that bit of a nervous moment of shit that could have ended badly. The Wii came out? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not in a bad way that I went, shit, this is beyond me. Did you have that little moment where the testicles went up a little bit and you went, Ooh. <laughs> No, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah, fair enough. No. There you go, a bit quicker. You're shimmy, I've got them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shetland pony, no leagues. <laughs> <laughs> So here's a funny thing. So this is where the brain doesn't quite kick in properly. So mm. I've, I've packed the bike up. I've done all that. I've jumped in the CX-5. I've realized there's another huge big gash in the elbow where there's a big chunk. So I've grabbed some napkins out of the bloody oh, glove box and kind of dab that. So I'm not getting blood everywhere. Yep. And then I'm going and thinking, where the fuck am I going to get a bloody um, like shit to deal? And I thought, oh, supermarket. I mean, they'll have stuff there. And as I'm driving into town, I'm like, pharmacy, fuck with yeah. Like, why didn't my brain even think straight away like that chemist. It was a pharmacy, a chemist? Yeah. Yeah. So I've found that. I think, fantastic. So I'm walking over. I'm surprised Trev didn't have a first aid kit. No, I didn't ask him, though. Well, actually, in all honesty, that's not really what I'm surprised at. What I'm surprised at is that you, being Mr. Outdoors Adventure now, don't have a first aid kit in your car. Um, true. Um, I will have now, though. To be honest, I will actually carry one with me when I ride. Mm. Not just because of that, but even if you happen to have a little stack and just 
slice a leg or something. At least you've got something just to hmm. cover it over. There you go. Yeah. So, um, the also, amount of injuries I've actually done to myself, I have so many first aid kits. <laughs> <laughs> and you operate chainsaws and shit. Exactly. Jesus. So I turn up I'll strap one to the chainsaw. Yeah, I've walked across the road to the pharmacy. I've got blood seeping out of the leg everywhere. Yes. The, the shoulder looks like I've just been fucked by a group of drop bears. Mm. I've got scratches all over with blood dripping out of me. Yes. I've got dirt and shit covering me everywhere. Yes. I look like I've just crawled out of a mine that collapsed 10 years ago. <laughs> Beaconsfield Troy. Beaconsfield. <laughs> they forgot about me. Yeah. I've been there all this time. You've clawed your and way out some by reason, yourself. I've clawed out through a tunnel that ended up in St. Helens. Why not? For a long way. That's for those people who know the geographical location of Beaconsfield and St. Helens, it's a fucking long way. It's a few hundred kilometres. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big tunnel. Did you get any mining like gold in here? No, I didn't, no. but I'll tell you what, it would have been great in the Great Escape. You found a BMX, though. <laughs> a mountain BMX. bike. So I walked in the pharmacy. Yes. Looking like I'm a bit beraggled. And did the pharmacist look at you and go, St. Helen? Well, I actually <laughs> I looked at her and said... So you spoke to Tri- Trev I, then? I pretty much said, I know this is going to be the first time you've heard this. But I may have come off my bike. <laughs> <laughs> she just said, it does happen a bit around yeah. here now. Did she walk over and is there like a ticket tape, like a ticker, a <laughs> clock counter on the I've wall? Got another one. Another one. <laughs> 1,342. <laughs> i got to admit, though, um, for anywhere that's got trails now, the local pharmacists must get a lot of business because there'd be a lot of people mm. going down. Holy sex tape. <laughs> do you reckon? Did you, do you reckon you got the mountain biking fee put on top of your first aid shenanigans? Like, there's the normal cost for bandages. A subcharge. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, but um, yeah. So that was the that was the great fall of September. Um, it wasn't fun, but it could have been a lot worse. Um, Sounds like fun. And also, that was two things. So the windscreen, mm. correct? I fell off the bike. Something. It's two things. This isn't good. Comes in threes, apparently. It does. So I'm thinking, oh, this isn't great. Something's going to go wrong. On the Saturday, family's doing all this other stuff. I said, you know what? I'm going to drive in the pub and just grab a couple of beers. And... So this was a family outing? Oh, not a, well, not for the biking. I went by myself on that. No, no, no. But but it was a family weekend. All the Barneses? Uh, not quite. No, the Shelley of the Barnes um, was too busy with the horses, couldn't make She was horsing around. Yeah. So I've decided to go into the pub over a couple of beers while I'm there. Yep. Don't know anyone, so then I might... I thought fifty bucks. I'll go and waste on the pokey. He's done. Perfect. Cashed out the machine on three hundred. Oh, two hundred fifty in front. Son. I thought that's paid for half my windscreen. Yes, we're on the way back. Bang! Barnes is back, and nothing bad has happened since. Well, there's always time. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it a minute. Confidence so far. Confidence so far. That was my weekend. Wow. Hmm. That's fucking epic. It's a lot of blood. Just there was some scratch. <laughs> but as you know now, like I did a, I did a shirt off experiment with you before. Yeah, I know. Not to look sexy, even though I'm certain I did a little bit. See, that? I think shirting because mm-hmm. I nice. shirt up here. Um, but there's a lot of marks. There's marks there everywhere. And if you come up with a reasonable story and no one listens to this podcast, you can say that you were, in, you know, like you, you saved a five year old. <laughs> True. Um, Wayne, the brother-in-law. So yes. when you get back, Tom, that's what happens when you have family reunions. Exactly. <laughs> Barnes crowd. They don't fuck right. around. No, they come from Raybo. <laughs> they come from Raybo. <laughs> so that was me, but that was actually a far longer story than I anticipated. But I'll yeah. tell you what, there was action in there. Well, that's... There was no romance, but there was action. Yeah. yeah. Well... But for anyone that does like jumping on the bike and going on the trails, hmm. it's a fa- honestly, it's a fantastic setup they got there. It is awesome. 
Perfect. Yeah. So if you're Mr. Outdoorsy or Miss Outdoorsy or Ms. Outdoorsy or... Or family stuff. Like, they've got some really easy trails there. For five-year-olds. I mean, you can actually go on one that just takes you back into the town. Oh. Um, yeah, but the only catch with that one is you've got to ride back up. To get your and car. And I'm looking at that thing, and that's not fun. I just... The, I, I like the idea of a shuttle. 15 bucks is a, is a stretch for 4Ks, but you know what? They've cornered the market. Why oh, exactly not? right. And that's where Trev and his mate there that have got the, the black van, yeah. that's where they make, obviously, a lot of their dough. Well, if you went, up with, a dozen, up, if you went up with a dozen people, that's that's not a bad little effort. And they're doing that, what, a couple of times a day? Um, the one thing I did find out, I was trying to work out who actually runs the all these bike tracks and all the rest. Like, who finances who's, them? Who's managed it buying? Yeah. Um, and I did find out, but apparently, and I'm assuming this is right. Allegedly. Allegedly, apparently, South Red Boys, South Red Boys with research. Yeah. Um, it works out that um, the reason why you don't actually pay to be on them, like you don't go and pay to like entry to go and mm-hmm. use the tracks because they cost you nothing. Yes, free. Yeah, is because if you have to pay, that means that the councils that actually responsible this for safety, that were responsible for safety, and would have to take out insurance. There you go. So the reason why you don't pay to actually go on a trail. Mm. is because of that. But what you do pay for, if you want to go to the top of a trail and come through, is you pay for shuttles. No, you're not paying to go on the trail. You're just paying for a ride. You're paying for a ride, exactly right. It's Uber. Yeah, and that's where the business makes some money. Uber bike. Mm. So I would wonder, and look, it's probably not even worth wondering about, I wonder whether or not if you did yourself a mischief, whether or not you would have any right of refusal, even if it's not for, like, even if you don't charge. Because I can go to a park and if I hurt myself at the park, you would be covered under public liability insurance. I can guarantee there would be none because it happens too often. Yeah, maybe I mean, no they, re- they reckon that Derby, where the tracks are, they reckon the helicopters are nearly every second day. Oh, <laughs> they've got a helipad. Because there. you can't get a car into where the trails are. Yeah. So the only way you can get people out is either to stretch them out yes. or to chop them out. Mm. So there you apparently go. it's pretty full on. So if that's the case, um, there's no way known there'll be any way you could turn around and say, you know what, you guys are responsible for my injuries. There, there, there might be a little sign or something, you know. says, if you fuck, fuck it up, up you <laughs> fucked up. Exactly. It's not on me. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of fucked up. Yes. Someone died this week. Fucking know if they did. So here, ladies mm. and gentlemen, let's do a little bit of this. Celebrity Deadpool News. News. No, can I just point out the person that didn't die? was me. <laughs> no one would have got a point for that anyway. No, exactly. So that would have been a waste. Exactly. All right. Let's get into this. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we have another death. We have. And can I just point out, this segment is called... I've already done it. No, you haven't. I did. I don't like the fact that you're in front of me. <laughs> get me on. God damn it. How do you plan stuff and you don't tell me about it? Then I do something and then it's just stupid and then move on. Who died? Ruth. You're about to. (laughs) Fucking bloody Trev. Uh, Ruth. Ruth Ginsburg. Ruthie. Ruthie Ginsburg. Now, for those people who don't know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg is. She's a clubber. They used to call her Ruthie. (laughs) No, actually. Then when she got a bit older, they didn't club anymore. They called her Ruthie. She is one of the most badass Jewish women well, she married a Jewish guy, um, ever. Like, she's hardcore. She, well, I mean, she's not Anne Frank, but, you know, she's fucking... <laughs> well, no, she's Ruth. Exactly, she's yeah. Ruth. Uh, former, what was it, uh, 
Supreme Court judge? Yeah, for about Fucking a long years, time. Yeah. It was back in the 90s, I think, that she got thrown into that gig. Exactly. Um, a very big advocate for uh, women and gender equality yeah, rights. Very equal rights driven. Yeah. Mm. Um, and one of her law students, or one of the students who studied her, gave her the nickname Notorious uh, RBG in a bit of a... A bit of a homage to Notorious B.I.G., who was That's the rapper. That's clever. Exactly. And she didn't want it, like, she would, because obviously that person um, is probably known for a bit more of a criminal element. Yep. Um, but later on in life, actually did, did accept the Monka and went, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be Notorious <laughs> yeah, R.B.G. Nice. Um, so I don't know much about Ruth other than what I can read on Wikipedia. I'm a bit the same, actually. Um, I've heard her name mentioned many times by people who have a lot of respect for her. Yeah. Um, or maybe not so much for her now because she's not with us anymore, but what mm. she has done and achieved. Exactly. Now, uh, what was she? She was born pre-war, so 1933, and died aged 87. Um, but definitely is one of those... She was a New York chick. Um, New York chick. New York chick, and her contribution to civil rights and civil liberties in the Americas... Um, for equality amongst all persons cannot be undersold, I don't think. I think one of her biggest cases that I was aware of before I even read this was I think there was a a young girl, sub-15, and she was alleged to have narcotics, and so she was strip-searched down Mm -hmm. to her nicky-nacky-nunas. 15-year-old. Under 15. Under 15. Under 15. I think she might have even been as young as... 13 or 14. Okay. Um, That's under 15. That is under 15. I've done my math. Yeah, I'm working my math out. Um, and so she... No, Davo, that was math. That math. <laughs> Davo, not math. <laughs> Come now, it's not your time. You can podcast after this. <laughs> Daryl, keep Davo away from We're you. not time-sharing this studio. Your own mics. Come on, Fuck. guys. Um, she basically was one of the few judges that stood up and said that the search was, was illegal. And said that the, the, a child of that age could not be subjected to that without uh, parental supervision and all yep. that kind of stuff, um, and then paved the way that she could then take legal action and supported the legal action of suing the school or the authorities for the illegal okay. search, which at the time was really, really big and huge. So regardless of whether or not they thought this 13-year-old or 14-year-old was involved in a crime had nothing to do with it had nothing to do with it it was are you able to do that to a child strip search them without um a person who is of authority over them like a parent or a guardian um and she was the champion for that cause and and got some laws changed and well done ruth yeah well done ruth fucking going out there doing a lot more than you probably ever will for for other people no doubt but i'll tell you what this podcast changing lives man oh isn't it ever now for those people who are playing at home mm-hmm. um, and don't know why we're talking about the death of a Supreme Court judge. Who we haven't really researched that well. Who we have not researched that well. And, by the way, now puts Stewie one death away from yeah, one. Yes, someone's coming up to your side. So, Stuart, 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 Stuart. <laughs> so for those people who don't know, uh, last year... I'm going to call him Deadpool Richardson. If, Deadpool uh, Richardson. So for last year, we ran a Celebrity Deadpool, for those playing at home, mm. where we were choosing 10 celebrities who we thought would die in 2019. Or hoped. 
Oh, well. <laughs> uh, the winner of fucking by count back and very shady situation mm-hmm. was Sir Bradley Von Rock. Yep, he he did apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. Anyway. Supposedly. Win. For 2020, we decided to have 20 names on the list. Makes sense. 2020. 2020. 20. Perfect. Um, so those people who have died. Pre-COVID too, by the way. We didn't try and take advantage of a pandemic. This exactly. Ha- this happened before COVID was even invented. Well, it didn't. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, we Deadpool not 2019. Yeah, it was pre-COVID. So it was. I mean, it was probably around at that stage, maybe. Yeah, but we won't. If you want to put your full hat on, it's been around for ages. <laughs> oh, fair enough. It was made out of pig spleens in China <laughs> using bat semen. Mmm, <laughs> <True> delicious. <laughs> I think they had, I think they had that in a soup. Once. It is a soup. Yeah, <laughs> it's number forty-seven. <laughs> um, for those people who are playing at home, we have had over four hundred names put forward by Some our nuts. listeners, the roadies, yep. um, to be hopefully <laughs> ticked off as a death for 2020, mm. um, with many of those celebrities getting multiple, multiple, I mean, Betty White numbers. But yeah, and Betty White's still going strong. <laughs> She's never going to die. Go, Betty. Anyway, so for those deaths that we have this year, I will give you a bit of a recount because we haven't gone through mm-hmm. those for a while. Good point. Uh, February 5th, we had Kirk Douglas uh, for... So that was Spartacus. Um, the Broadway star Zoe Cordwell or Cadwell. Um, or Zoe, as we thought she Or might. Zoe. No go Zoe. <laughs> on, the, on the 16th of February. <laughs> the gambler, Mr. Kenny Rogers, died on the 20th of March. Um, the goody, Mr. Tim Brooke Taylor, 12th of April. Jerry Stiller from Funny Man, uh, oh, well, Seinfeld. He died in yeah. 11th of May. Was that Ben Stiller's dad. Ben Stiller's dad, yes. Uh, and Glenn. <laughs> who was uh, the Astronauts Wives Club, passed away on the 19th of May, and Dame Vera Lynn on the 18th of June, 2020. Yeah, that was a tough one for it you, wasn't was. it? It was. It really was. Uh, the 2,000-year-old man, well, he wasn't really, but Mr. Carl Reiner passed away in June as the Carl. first. Carl. Uh, Hugh Downs, not Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1st of July, ABC's 2020. And then Dame Olivia Mary de Hullivard. Fuck, that's a big name. You did that really well. Thank you very much. I've been yes. practicing at home. Uh, who was in Gone with the Wind and our latest and most recent entry who will be ticked the, off the... the Deadpool 2020 Hall of Fame. Correct. Notorious RBG Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the 18th of September. Which means that Stewie is now one death away from you. And you thought you had this... Tying. One. Tying. It's fine. Yeah, but fucking, I, if you, I reckon if you I'm get still a tied win. I'm still going to give you any credit for it. Well, no, because remember, Stu- he, well, yeah. no, I suppose we did allow him, so I can't go. Well, he was late to the party. No, nah, we allowed him. It was fine. No. Can't go back on that shit. All right, no backsies. Yep. Um, so, and he wasn't actually late anyway. Like I think he got in a couple of minutes prior to the midnight sign off. Right. Oh, fair so enough. So it then. wasn't actually late. It was just very last minute. Mm. I will say though. <laughs> that Stu has been very lackadaisy in announcing any of his fucking deaths. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Get you your know shit together, Richardson. I have got no problem mm. just taking victory away from it. Yeah, how well he's going. <laughs> no problem with that at all. Stewie, you are the man. You're, you're the man. You're my man, Stewie. So uh, keep your eye out. Keep an eye on our website. We've put a couple of. Um, Little in memorial plaques on our website, yeah, southroadboys.com. Cool. Well done on those, by the way, Joe. Thank you very much. They were very good. We had the uh, work experience guy, Daryl, come in and do him. Yeah. He's banged them he's up on a bit of direction. PowerPoint. And, uh, and he's, he's actually done well for you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, so that's it for Celebrity Deadpool 2020. Yeah. Hopefully we get a couple more before the end of the year. There's still a long time to go. What months? Where are you? Well, three months? Yeah. Look, COVID hasn't even taken any of them yet. I don't think so. None of them are a confirmed COVID, which is good. Yeah. Oh, which uh, I'm quite actually, I'm really happy about that. You know what it does for me, though? Tell me. It says to me, if we've got like 400 names, mm. I reckon 300 of those are quite elderly. Oh, most right. of most of, I think my average age is 98. Yeah, a lot of them are quite, actually not probably 300. Over half would be quite elderly. Yes. Um, the fact that we haven't lost any to COVID yet makes me think, is COVID real? Oh, <laughs> Mr. let's not Barnes. open that can of worms, shall we? Well, I think, <laughs> I think we should just give that a wide berth, shall we? We're not that podcast. We're more about black runs and motorbike push bike accidents. I, I don't know why I even said that. I wouldn't, but it sounded good, didn't it? Doesn't it ever? Get those tin foil hats out, kids. Look. They'll be discussing it at FEC 2020. Talking COVID with Barnsey. <laughs> Talking COVID with Barnsey. Oh, get your Rona with Barnsey. Rona in Robo. Oh, could you imagine that? Now is the perfect opportunity for, for Jimmy Barnes to release the album Rona. Do you know I found Actually, out? Actually, or Craig McLaughlin. Hey, hey, Rona. Rona. <laughs> Ooh, Rona. Tell me, Rona, what I'm going to do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I found out, mm. so this would be a nice interesting way to finish it off. Mm. My dad. <laughs> yes, as Ivan, Rona. Ivan Barnes. Yes. Sir Ivan Barnes. When he was younger. <laughs> yes, invented coronavirus. Nickname was Jimmy. Shut the front door. This is before Jimmy Barnes was around. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't know how he got the nickname. But everyone back when he was younger calling Jimmy, calling Jim. Now, where you get that from a fucking Russian Ivan, I've got no idea. (laughs) Crazy Ivan. But anyway, there you go. So the name Jimmy Barnes just hangs around the Barnes name forever. Well, you started it. Ivan started Jimmy Barnes. Ivan started Cold Chisel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish. I so want to get your dad singing any uh, flame trees. Could you imagine Ivan... (laughs) Oh, the fine train. Ivan, you singing chisel again. <laughs> and on that, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. 